Okay. Uh, before we go back to the Gemara we began, one very fascinating Shaila from Avramizon, one of our regulars. It's always good to get a vantage point because we've had many more examples than we would imagine on Bizayin Eichlin throwing food, and we're not at all finished with the Marmachemis yet. So Avrami apparently has a very lively two-year-old at home. He says, my two-year-old likes to throw food off her high chair tray. Never heard of such a thing. Do I need to feed her directly? Meaning you can avoid a lot of the food being thrown overboard if you just sit there and put it into her mouth. It's basically a psik ratio, she will throw it out. So she will throw it. I'm asking both regarding the Baltashas and the Bezayin Eichlin. Would it be worse to give her bread and Bezaynas? We're not going to start giving them a diet of only beans. Uh, and uh, porridge and oatmeal is not possible because they're neither. But I'm not going to go there. Would the fact it's a tirchat to feed her myself allow even the Bezayin? Very good question. So we all know what the minig is. I think all our little children are... I guess, discussing among themselves physics and laws of dynamics of gravity and things like that, and they're always trying to test it out. There's no, no other explanation. Why would you always take something and throw it off to see how quickly it goes to the floor? But that is the minig, and I have a feeling it's been the minig for a long time. Matter of fact, the Baltashla's point of view, Rashi brings down, when Yesef fed the Shifte Khan their families, it says he gave the food taf, and Rashi says because they waste a lot, meaning they throw things overboard off their high chair. I don't know if that high chair is a Mitzrayim, but they had pyramids, so they probably had high chairs. And apparently, uh, this has been around for a long time. So the answer is the minig can be kept. You don't have to stay there and feed directly. I can't say it's no hider if you know half of it's being wasted otherwise, but as we've seen so far, the time factor in the tircha also plays a role, and if you have no time and you're running to night seder, or there are other children to take care of, then the minig is to allow it, and the fact is it's not a direct maisa. It's a psikresha of sorts, some days better than others, so-called a suffix psikresha, but to stay there by each child would be difficult, and if they had twins and triplets, even more difficult, Lamaisa, it's not a direct maisa. So you don't have to feel responsible for the bizayin if the two-year-old's throwing it off. And the Baltashchis, again, you see that Yosef HaTzadik gave more, and he wouldn't take a penny from the treasury if it wasn't necessary. So he sent more food to Goshen, and he wasn't worried about any Gnevin, he wasn't worried about any Baltashchis, because that seems to be the many. But I think it has to be pointed out per the sugya, so... It's a very good question. Last night we left off with a fellow who, in a moment of forgetfulness, put something in his mouth. And the Gemara had three braces. What do you do if you put something in your mouth? You didn't make a bracha yet. One answer was swallow it. The other answer was spit it out. The third answer was put it to the side of your mouth and make the bracha. So we already saw that the reason why it's challenging in the first place, why don't you just put everything to the side of your mouth? Well, if it's liquid, you can't because you can't open your mouth to make the bracha. If it's a solid and you can spit it out and 
it won't be Mias to take it back, and it won't be Baltashchis, and it won't be a Bizayan, then do that because the Pasuk Yemali Pitil which is, you have to say, Bracha and Shvach Vakash Bracha with a full mouth, meaning nothing else in it. And therefore, that option is available, you should take it. If not, Bidiyavid, you can put it to the side of your mouth and then make the Bracha. What we're going to focus on later is Lamaisa the liquid, you don't have to do either, and you can swallow it. How do you swallow it without a Bracha? What's the svara behind that? So if you take a look at page two in your set, and we're going to start, just to finish off the Gemara here, because this is a very fascinating svara that's mentioned that's going to be Nagea. Go four lines down from the top of page two. Bo mine merav chizda. Mi sha'achol v'shasa v'labirach ma'o sha'yasev yevarach. There are various gears here, and it makes a big enough community how to learn it. Take a look at Rashi. Four lines down. So Rashi sounds like according to the gifts that we have. They're asking, after you finish eating, can you make a bracha? Well, as there are going to be two ways to learn the Gemara based on each uh, gifts, obviously you have to figure out a mahalach, but why would it be a havamina? According to any girsa, that you can make the bracha after you finish eating. We have a bracha achrani, a benching. So as the Gemara will proceed to try to point out, it's not so foreign because any bracha mitzvah has to be made al and yet when we go to the mikvah, we make the bracha afterwards when we make a bracha, and when we wash the tisadayim, we make the bracha after we wash the tisadayim. Both of those already sound unusual. There's any bracha is supposed to be made al and certainly birchzanenin, when you're stealing, as the Gemara says, if you don't, it should be made before, and you didn't make it, so now we'll talk about benching in al but Lamaisa, there are examples where you can make it afterwards with and the Gemara is asking, according to this Girsa, is there such a concept over here? The Gra has a different Girsa if you look at his base, Be'emsa Achille Vashliya. Not talking about you finished eating, that's not much of a Havamina right now, it's Be'emsa Achille. Now, you read the next line, you'll understand where this Girsa is coming from. Go back to the Gemara. First of all, Lashi Yasser. Famous expression. If you ate garlic, very healthy, not too good for the breath. The way to fix it is not to eat more shum, it's to use Listerine, whatever they had then. So it was not bothering anybody, there's nothing inherently wrong, but that's a famous expression. Mr. Burra talks about a fellow who forgot in the middle of a tightness and he ate, and he uses the same lotion. Child is you now eat whatever you want. So you did break the tightness, but you can't eat whatever you want, and he uses this expression, just I remember about uh, 20 years ago, a fellow called me from some skyscraper in Manhattan. He worked, I remember the firm, worked for a very large trading uh, firm on Wall Street. Um, the place is called Wall Street. People used to go to office buildings, high floors, so, uh, never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> used to be a world. Uh, oh, it used to be, yeah, okay. <laughs> so he told me, it's an interesting story. That this is a very normal, regular from guy. He called me up, it was like 9.30 in the morning, on a tightness. I think it was a Sarbatavis. He said, Rob, I can't believe I'm asking this. Child. I can't believe this happened. He said, I just had a piece of a donut. And I said, oh my gosh, the tightness. I stopped eating. He says, what do I do? 
So I told him, Misha Yocho Shum, yeah, I don't know if he has to give me the tainus. I told him that Mishabur. And the Gemara, I said, why? Did you ever forget a tainus before? He said, the story behind it is even stranger. He says, we got a message over, I don't even know if it was over a computer, 20 years ago? Over whatever was flashing on the thing, that there's free donuts and coffee, and there's a kosher table also. And everybody from all the various offices got up and ran down. It wasn't even on my floor. It was like the one floor down. And um, I'm eating. Everybody's all excited. I'm eating. And I said, wait a second. It's a tightness. So I didn't understand the story as he told it to me. I said, so what happened? He said, everybody's excited. We had free coffee and a donut. I won't tell you what the guy's salary was. But you can figure it out from the story. It's just a real interesting human interest story. That's a very normal guy, very firm guy. It wasn't like a Yerushimayim. Just an ounce free donuts and coffee, and it's kosher, kosher donuts. So he, uh, he ran down like everybody else. Not an interesting story. <laughs> he can afford his own donuts, but I guess on the 50th floor, you don't get out much. And it was early in the morning, he needed another coffee, and he wanted some donuts. So I told him, Misha Choshum, Ya Choshum. That was the uh, quotation from this Gemara. So, like the Girsa of the Gra, he's in the middle of eating. So the Gemara asked back, in the middle of eating, what, you, should, you forgot a bracha, so you should now weiter, eat more without a bracha? It's almost too pushed. The Shaila is how to work in each Girsa, but we're not going to work through both Girsas now because I want to show you there's a Shita that actually does hold that even when your mom is finished and it's not subject to the Girsa, the next line, that you should still make a bracha. What's going on over here is that there's obviously a tzad that w- if you're in the middle of eating and now you forgot you're five minutes in and now you want to eat the rest of the donut, not a tainus, and you make the bracha now, the bracha is not only for what you're about to eat now, it also helps the marfreya, what you ate, which is a chiddush. And there's a sheet of Mishanim like that. The next sheet we've seen the Gemara holds that if you let Gamri finish it, it still helps the marfreya. Let's see the next line. Amarvina, first line is Rechanadif. Amarvina, Hoka, Chafilo, Gamar, Sudasa, Yasav, Yivarach. That's why they grow. I had to guess it before, they were talking about the middle of eating, but now he's saying, no, even if you finished. Desanya, and he brings the raya I just mentioned. That is the minig, when people go to the mikvah, Nashim go to the mikvah, Gerim go to the mikvah, we make it afterwards. And he says, you see that you can make it afterwards, it's not over, but it's still chal. The Gemara says, Lohi, Mar disagrees that Avinu Lachar, we shouldn't pass like that. There's a reason who does, we'll see later. Lohi Hasame Kar Gavrilo Chazi. Over there, by the mikvah case, the reason they put it afterwards is because he's not ready to make a bracha yet. We'll see why in a moment. Hachame Kar Gavr Chazi. He was supposed to make a bracha and he was capable of making a bracha and he just forgot. Which is an expression used by Karbonus and Kachim, but the expression applies. Maybe by mitzvahs. The problem is the Gemara that asks is the dicha by mitzvahs and the Gemara passes over there. There's no dicha by mitzvahs, but there's a lot of rate on this Gemara. But the Gemara says right now, it's not a ride. You're supposed to make a bracha, you blew it. You can't make a bracha now, you finished eating. If you plan on eating more, so make the bracha. Maybe it'll be a little bit from before. But if you finished, we don't allow it. Take a look at Rashi. Four lines down the thin lines. Alma avagav. The Tavol have your bracha, even though he did the tefillah already. The bracha is still chal. That's my mitzvah. This is Birchsonenin, but that's his raya. And the Gemara shlugs it up. Pasamekar lo chazi deroiv tefillus mishum kerihem. Tais is going to argue in a moment, but 
Right? She says most of the common applications of Tfilah's Balakari, Balakari and Asur and Babrachas, Shem Divrei Teira. This is during Takana Zezor before they repealed it. And over there, since he wasn't fit to make the bracha, so you can make the bracha afterwards. Once he's now in a state of Tyra, after the Tvilu, you can make the bracha. This guy was supposed to make the bracha before he just forgot. He was right to make the bracha, which is his own fault. He forgot to kivin. He finished the meal already. He's nothing more to eat. And now, and therefore, you can't fix it up afterwards. In the middle, you've got to make a new bracha anyway for the rest of the donut. Maybe it's machapel a little bit, maybe not. But here, the Gemara disagrees Avina says it's too late. Take a look at Tesis. just mentions, and this is important for the, as far as behind, why indeed do we make the Alantis Adayim after the Tis Adayim every time we wash? And why are the people using the mikvah making a bracha? Well, the Nashim and Gerim, why are they making it afterwards? Rashi says, the most common case is Balakari, you can't make the bracha, but it's like Divrei Teir. Tesis disagrees. Tema, top Tesis. What's the problem? Why can't he make a bracha? No, he's not learning. Kuntra spirits the Balakari and the sermon Divrei Teir. V'yesh leimar, demayri betfilas Gerim. So, Tesis doesn't have a kasha on it. He, he obviously hears the dimyon that if you can't learn when the Takana was still in effect, then maybe you can't make the bracha, but it doesn't sound like he's sure either because he goes on to a different shot. Geirim cannot make the bracha before because he's a guy. So everybody's masking him to Which, when I was giving Shirem on the recent Geiris we were discussing, a low plug is normally 90% of the cases like this. You cover the 10%. Here, Geiris was always rare. Now it's a little more common. It's still pretty rare. So they made a low plug that everybody else's tefillah on a monthly basis and everything should now have the bracha afterwards because not always for the Nashim to make the bracha. So Shiloh, why they make a bracha in a hot mikvah and it's in a bathhouse? That's a different problem. But why they make a low plug from the rare case to the opposite direction? So if you put him with Rashi, then no, it's common. It's for Tzilas Balakari also. Shai Liz does taste this, agree to that shot, if it doesn't officially ask on it. And yet Tzilas Zava, so the question is, which one's the majority case, which one's the low plug? This next example in Tzilas Ladaim, Taka, is more often. Chayim Tzilas Ladaim, Shepamim Adam Bami Besakisi. He says Pamim, so it's not that common, so you have the same kasha, but it's a lot more common. And the Gemara says that before you eat, you should be bedik to see if you have to use the facilities. Why is that? So in America, we have running water. So the Mishnah Brewers, the whole Simon Shochanar, what to do when you go leave the bathroom and now you're washing for bread. The assumption was they had water from a well, which is now in a clean, you had a cup, and there wasn't a whole lot of it. So question is, can you wash once and then make a design and then push off the Ashiatzer? Can you make the Ashiatzer and make a Hesekin Tizadayim? It's a whole tumult what to do. Some say you should wash and touch your... You're washing with a kites already. So you're making a head say, no, touch your shoes in between, so now you're pressing a reset. We don't have any of these problems today, but in America, the easy way to do it is a lot of people have to wash with the kites when you come out of the bathroom. It's a very nice thing, the kia das and yushalayim, but let me say here, turn the faucet, just clean your hands, so you're ready to make the ashi and then start washing. Then you don't have the whole problem.
But the reason Tesis assumes is because they used to wash with a kais, they never running water, and there wasn't too much of it. So they didn't have as many options. So he comes out of the bathroom, he's not right to make, and he makes an atila, he has to make a decision, what is he doing first? But he couldn't make it before because it wasn't Roy, because he just came out of the bathroom, his hands weren't clean. So now he made a plug that since it's common, even though it's not the majority, he says, it's common that you come out and you're not ready to make the bracha yet, we now make the bracha after the tiyasadayim all the time. And kachua minig, even though it's somewhat of a tumult in the earlier peskim. Okay, go to page four. Yeah. So the answer is that Ravina is assuming we don't pass like Ravina anyway, in all probability. But because of the way the Gemara shlugged it up, you're asking why the Gemara just make the chalipati and bilsa and bilsa and The answer is bilsa and is a shvach. It's nicer to say the shvach to thank Hashem before you start eating. But it's totally appropriate if we wouldn't know otherwise. After you eat haraya, we have benching in alamilchia. That's because Chazal mandated lechatchila you make a bracha rishon and a bracha achrena. But if you think about it about the that's lechatchila. You thank Hashem first. The Gemara says when you thank Hashem, you're kainit. Hashem releases it afterwards. That's all true. But lemaisa, if you didn't, so thank Hashem now. It's better not to say thank you, but to thank Hashem late. So Ravina says that the whole Gemara is b'diavid. Ravina agrees. He doesn't make the bracha beforehand. That's why he equates it. And even on that equation, the Gemara has a stronger kasha, and that is that the only reason over there is because we have a real problem how many cases and what's the low plug out to what, but we had a problem. It's not Jewish, I'll carry, uh, hands were dirty. Uh, the Daraisa is the bench after if you have Kedai Svia, Alamichia is Machis Yishanim, where there's Daraisa, and then you have the Shaila with the Bracha, the Gemara says the Svara, why isn't that Daraisa? We assume Bracha Yishanim is Rabbanah. Uh, yes, that's why I'm saying it can't be such a bad sfer that you thank Hashem, because you are thanking Hashem. But the Gemara says that it's a sfer which has some level, should be a dindaraisa, but it's not officially, that thank Hashem before you take it, don't start eating before you thank Hashem also. So uh, the stronger the dukashas was what the Gemara actually mentioned. Take a look at page four. I want to show you something. And Rabbi Yoshev makes an important... Mention of is this going to be Nagea when we get to the Mishnah Bura and the Bira Lacha. Uh, page four, first column, Hadasanya Bolam Bamashkim. Pierce Rashi, Shishal Salkam Lolafalt and Shemav Sidon. So Rashi says, by liquid, you can't open your mouth and make the bracha, it'll fall out. You can't, that's why you can't be misalligate. You can't spit it out because you're going to lose it. Hi, Nubim Nation, Namasan. No one is taking the Coke and the orange juice and the water back when it's on the table already. So, what's the heter over here? See, so we say swallow it, you're not making a bracha. So, what's the heter? Remember, it's according to the rules we have so far in Baltanshkis. If you forgot to make a bracha, it's your fault. Now you've got to fix it up. So, you'll waste the revius of water. Baltanshkis, you shouldn't have gotten into the mess, but better than swallowing something without a bracha. So, what's the heter here? Mavarim harishainim, rashba, rashba, shemrach. Taima mishum deitzchilimiteres mashkim. So you look at the Bishayim, they say there's lushin. It's not teres mashkim, it's already in your mouth, it makes it a saliva, 
And there's not a real mashkin. Behind the shalonets, Elena's blabrocha el b'midi sheish l'chashiva shalaychol. Top line, mashen ken a mashkin shein mutsin l'chol adam ve'enam chashiva shalaychol. It's not most to you because you plan on swallowing it and enjoying it, but it's most to anybody else at this point, and therefore it doesn't have a full din mashkin. Now you would think you'd make the mistake from here to say, well, that's what he was asking the other night. Doesn't din a mashkin? This shouldn't mean it's about tashkas either. So apparently, and it has the mashkin to you because you plan on swallowing it. That's why you put it in your mouth in the first place. He's going to address that in a moment. And he wants to swallow it. It's very roy for him. Rock it mitigates the Avera of eating without a bracha. It doesn't get rid of it. The nafkimina will be, how lechatchil is this Eitzah? If you can afford to lose the ounce of water, the ounce of orange juice, uh, you have the option of spitting it out. Is that an option or is that batasha? Is that a maidla? Is this bedyevid? How strong is this svara? So he's already mentioning that it is mashke still because you plan on swallowing it. It's just not a full din mashke because nobody else would want it. Take a look at Reish Yudches in the footnote. Rashba b'shem arayvid. Fizeb. Poshet l'chanami she'en l'mashke acher v'shay l'achmer l'foltan. So if you have a we're going to see the bear lock and we see it inside. He already comments based on this. If you have something else and you're not afraid of losing the 10 cents, spit it out. And Rabbi Yoshev adds, even if you have nothing else but you could do without it, you can be machmir and spit it out. Now, machmir spit it out, but it's Baltash. His answer is, no, it's not. You don't want to drink this thing without a bracha. And you have a right not to rely on this. The Gemara is giving a kula. It's interesting. This, you won't see this in the Gemara. You don't even see this in the Bishayim. He's quoting they're saying, as far as it's not a food, but they're pointing out, of course it's a food. You want to swallow it. What they mean is, it doesn't have a full dinner. You have a right. It's not as bad when you swallow without a bracha. When you put it in your mouth, you put it in, you didn't realize you had to make a bracha. Okay, so people forget. You're human. So now what? So now, at this point, make a bracha now, even if you could, there's room to be makeo. But it's not a, not a home run. Yes. You looked. Right? So then he says... Yeah, he calls it a kula, you can spit it out. Yeah, which is, in this sugya, why is that a kula? That, that, it's a humra to spit it out if you don't need it, or if you can afford to spit it out. Why is that not a kula also? The answer is because you don't want to swallow this without a bracha. Ah, the Gemara says you can. And then what's You should. So, Rabbi Yosha was saying in these Yashem, the Bilalach is going to echo this also, that it's only bidyeved, people are very short on water and everything else. And so it's in his mouth, and he's not a rich man. And therefore, we allow him to swallow it. So, Rabbi Yosef says, So, what's the far? He's eating without a bracha. It's his fault. Answer is, it's not really fully an eichel now because it makes with the saliva. Right. So, he says, That's a good asfara. If you want to swallow it, you can, but we're not pushing it. Yeah. That's the Kiddush over here. The Kiddush. This is a very, it's a great example, like many sogias, where you can read the Gemara Rashi. <laughs> but you still don't. Yeah, the rest, the rest of the world, everybody included in the rest of the world, will not want this mashka. The jelly bean that you spit out that still looks like a jelly bean, uh, we're already struggling with that. But the mashka, no one's interested. But Lamaisa, he wants to swallow it, and that's why he put it in his mouth. So it's a svara, it's a svara tamater to swallow without a bracha. You would think the Gemara is saying you should swallow the Gemara. Three prices gives you three directions. Doesn't say, that's why Yashav is comedy, which is fascinating, but the Berlach is going to going to bring this up. Yes? Anybody say that it's already partially eaten? So it's not here anymore, so to speak. But it is not Tuma Balua, no. It's not Tuma Balua. If it was... Tuma Balua, but... I'm giving just the example. 
it's in your mouth, you have a problem because you can't open your mouth to make a bracha and you can't rely on the bedeved that it's not going to be a full mouth of shvach. We're already michael on that for the half-eaten jelly bean that you're just being masak on the other side of your mouth. Here, you can't open your mouth. It's going to stay, unless you can, it's a small amount of mash because you but should. Once it's eaten, then, then but it's not eaten. It's not eaten. So I'll, tell you, I'll give you an example. There are, there's an achron on the daf that quotes... It's a pellet you ever learned Shabbos. Remember in Shabbos also, yeah, when you're throwing something over Shasiyach, talks about what's going over Shasiyach. It didn't land yet, but it's sort of in the airspace. So that's a chiddush nifla in the sugya in Shabbos, and you have to see how to work it in that sugya. You would never imagine that there are some I'm, I'm thinking of one, and maybe it's more. It tries to be the old. Minig, they're trying to be Yashiv, because this Minig is, no one's happy about it. People come to uh, Suda, Lao Shabbos, end of a long week, with their family and friends, and people have a lot to say, which is fine, as long as you have a lot of divitarians, mirrors also, and no Lashon Hara. But people really want to talk. So did you ever encounter this problem after you give them the Amaitzia, or throw them the Amaitzia, whatever you're doing, uh, to the Shear, they start taking a small bite. You should take a large bite and have a Gazayas, otherwise Americans take a nibble and then put it on the side, never get to anything. You never, like Isaiah said, the Tisa is a brachal the benching is a brachal and all the brachas that you didn't make because the past was the main is a problem. So we have a lot of issues here in America. Let's say he plans on getting to a Gazayas, but he has a lot to say. So as he starts putting the mouth, starts chewing, he starts talking. So Pasha says you just made it into a brachal because you didn't swallow it. That's your question. Abba is in his mouth. So the closest thing to that svar uh, that one Achron mentions is maybe you can say Kluta Kamishunchadami. You look at the first time, Kluta Kamishunchadami. That sounds familiar from Masuki and Shabbos. What's the Shaykh is? Well, that's what everybody else wants to know. The What's the Shaykh? It's not, you didn't swallow it. Kluta, it basically, it's saying close. Okay, so close, but not close enough. It's in your mouth. Until, if you chew it and spit it out, it's a Bachlavatala. If you made a Bachlavatala, it's a Bachlavatala. So. They're trying to be mashiv, like you're saying, that, well, certainly his mouth, it's the process, maybe it's chal, so he spoke, maybe it's not bad, but it's a problem. But the problem's been around for a long time. People want to talk. I, I'm asking, yes, a bakatala is in Sanhedrin, and Kultikim is in Shabbos, and we're in Brochus, and what's the Shaykhus? Okay, so, okay, so you're saying, I'm telling you, the Nachman, it says you're swear, almost. Uh, he's coming to the Yashiv, situation, B'dyevid, Han Haga, I don't want to call it a minute, it's uh, almost many guys his game, it's not good, you should swallow first, and have a Michal, but he wants to be Yashiv, but I don't see that they're saying it over here, I can't bash, nobody says it, but this is the working svar, but Yashiv is just tempering it, and he's not the only one. He's saying the svar is um, uh, half, half-baked, no pun intended. It's telling you that you have a right to swallow it because we're worried about your wasting it and you can't afford it, Baltashas. But if you don't really need it now, uh, why don't you just uh, spit it out and start again? That's really what he's saying. Now, look at the bottom paragraph in the footnote. So he asks himself, why am I saying that? It should be l'chatchila, why is it only b'dievid? The svar is not that great, because, like you said, he wants to eat it. He's the main player over here. So if he's interested in eating it, it's not so nimas. If you really want to swallow, you don't want to waste it, you can't afford it. Otherwise, you should spit it out. 
So the Be'er Lach is going to say this in one line, not as strong, but Lamaisa, the Svar we're working with can't be that L'Chadchila if there's a Shita like this. That's what he's pointing out. Go to page 5, and we will begin to see the one simon that covers both of these, this simon and the next simon, both of these aspects of the Gemara. So we'll go back to the past first, and then we will see the Broche issue. Take a look at Sif Aleph in Simon Kuf Ayan Aleph, page 5. Isa Adam Tzrochov. Eli, you have a copy? We have an extra one for you. For your trial, yeah? Your Shemei uh, Kain is good. Okay. Isa Adam Tzrochov Pas. So the first Kula we've had, Chumras by Pas, you can't throw it, even if you can throw other food, it's not going to get ruined. But you can use it for other things. It'll get all uh, dirty. It'll spill. Because the kara often has dirt on the bottom of the top. Dirty plates. Because that's the design of the yayin. We discussed before, if that's the only thing you have, can you use it? Maybe. But you shouldn't. I feel in pass, and in all circumstances, you can't throw the pass except for the examples we had. Any food that'll get ruined. but food won't get ruined. Next page, page six. A geizim has a hard outside. Remind him is a hard outside. Chavushim is a quince. This has a hard outside. Shari. And the pass, even though it's not going to get ruined, and uh, the crust is there protecting it, it's still going to be usher. Go to the page before to show you two Mr. Brewers on this. You get ruined if they miss? Uh, we're worried they're going to, well, pass, you can't throw it even if you're not going to miss. He's a great catcher, great pitcher. It's inherently Bizayan, and everything else, we're worried he's going to miss, and it's going to go on the floor, except for our guys, and we're naturally protected, then we're not worried about it. Allah from the Mishabura, the page before it, Sarakha Ratsalama Tsaratashmishabalakame, the past culture came Basharachlan you can use unless the design of Midi Demamis, Afil Basharachlan Gamkin Asir, Loi Vim Isilurafua, which we saw a couple of weeks back, Shari Afila Mimas Bay, because that's considered a bona fide need. Lakama Simishin Khafhes. So Khafil Bulabrafua Imudavashu Tsaracha Adam Vidaracha Ilam Lasabaikh. I quoted this outside. And we were discussing various things that are used, like the glue. And the Mishabura says, because that's considered the Derech HaIlam, and that's not considered a Bezayim, and it's cheaper. Before air fresheners, they used to make the room smell good by spritzing wine near the fire, and it used to make the room smell nice. The answer is, you're not washing your hands. Washing your hands on Yayin is a huge a waste, and that's not a proper use here. Little drops, and that was common enough that people did it. It wasn't normal to wash your hands on yayin. But mazalfin, a kaka b'yayin, v'sachan, a gulpa, yayin v'shemin, and people do sicha, v'u b'gemara kama duchti. And then he quotes the original gemara, also, let's say, azesim, lita yod v'mayim yetzim hem. And what's the problem? Why can't you use it? And the Mishabur's shot is that wasn't a normal use and you're losing too much of the Zayas for not enough gain. Too much loss of the food, not enough gain. Remember we saw the Machlekes uh, Rashi and Tesis over there. Continue to the next page. Page 6 again. 
Take a look at the second line of the Mishnah Bura. Kisharayin, this is a fair and we have a kula on this due to the change of the matzav of the affluence again, which is not uncommon. If you walk by in the street or in the hallway and you see bread or any part thereof on the floor, you cannot walk by, you have to pick it up. Unless the guy going to think you're doing some sort of kishuf, they were very superstitious, and it's going to be a issue for the Jewish community, Kigan Kikar Shalom, and there was some Kishav involved, they see the Jews handling with it, so then you shouldn't do it. That's not Nagea. Lamaisa, today this happens all the time. Unfortunately, people are not so makbir on Paltashchis Bizayin Eichlin, and we're trying to improve that. And there's often sandwiches, there's all sorts of stuff lying around. So, do you have to stop and pick it up? Not if it's if it's not really. Most bread, even if not kosher, is not treif. If you see it with the hamburger inside, um, you know, certainly you'd have a head to have to peel off the uh, thing. It's not such a, such a bad havamina because it's not a din. You're not eating it. It's a din and bizayin of the bread. And Rabbi Yoshev says, yeah, or put it up to the side, but you can't step on it. You can't kick it. That's, that's not, we're not going to change. Shadow, can you walk by and ignore it? So Abba Yashav said, nowadays, uh, and Yishalayim, they're more careful with these things, but he said, nowadays, uh, no one's going to eat it. It's on the floor already. It's not going anywhere in terms of a positive use, and therefore you can't step on it, and if people are stepping, you should probably move it to the side, but you don't have to pick it up. That's a big thing. The Gemara said, you've got to pick it up. Yeah, so same heter as he has by the Baal while we're throwing out all these things. Baal he's in the mindset, it's not going to be eaten, and you know, no one's going to take this, as opposed to the Sheriff's up plate through saving full trays, and then this wouldn't be us. Yes? Sometimes Then you certainly would have to pick it up anyway, and the reason they feed to the pigeons, which we're going to get to, is that if it's stale and it's crumbs, certainly less than Gazayas, which David you asked last night, then instead of throwing it out, feed it to the pigeons. Or the fish, not anyantif. So that's already good. Are there people in Brooklyn taking fresh bread and chopping up and feeding the pigeons? Probably. That's not good. Yeah, that's not good. But I would assume in America, why don't they just join the sugi? They'll see that just wait a few days and take the leftovers. But apparently, they didn't join the sugi yet. So that would be a problem. But uh, otherwise, you certainly don't have to. You don't even have to, even if it's a sizable uh, piece. Continue the Mishabur, This is the recap of what we saw last week. And the whole debate. Remember the Saif was asking the Shiloh from his brother of Yusufa, why is everybody doing it and feeding it to their lambs and their cattle and their cows and the like and the dogs. And this is cheaper. Don't take the freshest stuff and don't take the freshly grilled hamburgers. If you can avoid it, and they give Eifas pas, and pas, I'm sure they didn't take the fresh stuff and give it to them, but Whatever they can siphon off, it's better than going to Petco and getting more expensive pet food, and therefore he held it was mutter. Uh, we will, um, okay, the next thing is going to take us some time, so we will pick up on Monday, Mitzvah We will have the Navi share. Anybody listening from Pesach, by the way, we'll start the Mitzvah next Mitzvah Shabbos, not this one, but the next one. So Naftali, you can spread the word.